0: Welcome to the Way Fellowship Church of Dallas podcast series. Please enjoy this message by our own senior pastor, Tavares Gardner. You need to be clean, spiritually and naturally. Uh, This is it, y'all. This is the last Sunday. I told the Lord I'm tired now. We got to go on to something else. All right. I'm ready for something else. I don't know what that something else is. He has not said. And so, uh, but this is it. This is the last Sunday for this. All right. One Corinthians chapter twelve, verse twenty-eight, and then Ephesians four, Ephesians four and eleven. One Corinthians, we'll read. One Corinthians twelve and twenty-eight. When you have it, say amen. amen. And God has appointed these in the church: first apostles, second prophets. Who's first? Apostles. All right. And we've been talking about first. Uh, Wednesday and last Sunday, what was one of the uh, nouns, or nouns, uh, first? Good, 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 good. Somebody said, what is a noun? All right, go back to history. I mean, go back to Google it, and it'll tell you what a noun. Person, place. All right, y'all smart, 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 smart. All right, all right, all right. So what is the noun for first? Proton. Proton, first apostles, second prophets. Third, teachers after that, miracles, then gifts of healing, helps, administration, varieties of tongues. Everybody say varieties of tongues. All right, let's go on to read the verse 29. Are all apostles, Paul, trying to help y'all that call yourself apostles and you're not. Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles? Do all have the gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongue? That sounds real good, Lou. Do all interpret, but earnestly desire the best gifts, and yet I show you a more excellent way. Turn to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. When you have it, say amen. Paul is the writer of Ephesians and Corinthians. All right, uh, Ephesians 4. And he uh, varied, and, and, and his gifts were varied. He himself appointed and gave men to us, some to be apostles. Who is first again? T- Touch your neighbor said, This is the order, the, the order of the church. A bishop is not the highest office in the church, Amen. the apostle is the highest office in the church. And a lot of churches are ran by bishops and and pastors, but God has always called and God has always needed apostles because apostles and the prophets are the founders of the church. I can't hear nobody say nothing. All right, all right, all right. And some to be apostles, special messengers, some prophets, inspired preachers and expounders, some evangelists, preachers of the gospel, traveling missionaries, some pastors, shepherds of his flocks and teachers. His intention was to perfecting. All five full ministries are for the perfecting and the full equipping of the saints. What are they for? For the perfecting and the full equipping of the saints, his consecrated people, that they should do the work of ministering toward building up, Christ's body. So that we all should do what? Build up Christ's body. So that we all should do what? Build up Christ's body. Alright? That it might develop until we attain oneness in the faith and in the comprehension of the full and accurate knowledge of the Son of God. Who is the Son of God? That we might arrive at really mature manhood. Everybody say "Mature." mature manhood. Which means the completeness of personality, which is nothing less than the standard heights of Christ's own perfection. Mm-hmm. The measure of the statue, of the fullness of the Christ and the completeness found in him. Verse 14, so that we no longer be children. So you need the five-fold ministry gift to help you stop being childish. To help you come out of, come on, out of your childlike attitude. Paul says, when I was a child, I acted as a child. And I put childish things away when I became a man. And so the job of the five-fold ministry, you may be seated, is to grow you up. What is it? Grow up. The show got quiet. What is the, what is the purpose? Grow up. Say, grow me up. Grew me up, and a lot of people get mad at pastors and apostles and prophets and, 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 and because some of our messages, especially apostolic people, and there are some pastors that are mislabeled when they should be apostles. But because of the tradition of the church and how the church has been ran over the years, pastors don't want to break the norm and call themselves apostles. And some of them God has called to be apostles. But, again, because of the traditions of men, uh, we have made the word of God and the activities of God of no effect because of tradition in the church house. But how many know that God is calling for a a reformation in the house of the Lord where he's calling back the five-fold office, particularly the apostles and the prophets? We already got enough prophets, but we need more apostles. True apostles, not these fake apostles. It's quiet in here. It's quiet in here. And real apostles, let me go back and do a little review before we go back to Proton. Real apostles walk in power and authority. Some of these people that are calling themselves apostles have no power, have no power. Don't even pray. I can't hear anybody got cards made and call themselves apostles. Got a whole ministry, got a whole Facebook ministry. But if Facebook decides to shut itself down, they have no ministry besides the Facebook. Can't hear anybody say nothing. Real apostles walk in power. Will you holler back at your boy and say, real apostles. They walk in power. power. And the job of an apostle or the secular vernacular word is an emissary where they go into uh, specific regions and they transform the region to act to be like where they come from. So God, uh, God has sent apostles to reflect and teach kingdom principles, so that the world, and so that the world, 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 this particular region can reflect what's going on in heaven. And apostles are warriors, and they have to do whatever it takes to get their kingdom to look like what heaven looks like. You hear what I say? All right, let's go back to Proton. And we're going to shut this puppy down today. Amen and amen. Amen. What do, do you remember uh, two of the points that I made on Wednesday night about Proton believers? They're a they go. What? They're, a blessing they go. They're blessing wherever they go. Come on, something else. You say What? Okay, come on, keep going. Who's somebody over here? Somebody said what? Come on here, okay. Multidimensional and multifaceted. Come on, somebody else talk back to me. Oh, wait a minute. Come on, come on here, evangelist. What you saying? <laughs> she got scared, when I said, "Evangelist, I said, no, don't put that on me." What you say? live a lifestyle that can be duplicated as proton people. Who wants to reflect your life? While you're trying to live your best life, does anybody want to reflect your life? Y'all know that song. I ain't, ain't going to sing it for you, but you know it. Well, some, of, some of y'all may know this. It's living my best life. I ain't going back and forth. Oh, but you sinners. It <laughs> got quiet up in here. All right? While you're living your best life, does anybody want to reflect your lifestyle? Hmm? Does anybody want to be like you? Got quiet, right Give me something else that we talked about proton believers. Uh, oh, wait a minute now. Hold on. I'm glad to. What'd you say? Yes. Uh, what, what did I say in particular on Wednesday night about purpose? Come on, Shaniqua, up at the top. People who keep purpose in front of them don't have time for sin because sinning takes you away from purpose. But you bother your neighbor, I know you don't like them, but just bother them and say, you don't have time for sin when you're on purpose. You don't have time for distractions when you're on purpose. I ain't got time to be dropping it and sleeping with everybody, hallelujah, because I'm on purpose. And, if, and even if my relationships that are around me are not on purpose with me, then I got to cut it. Because I only need people that's going to help me get on purpose. Oh, but sometimes even in purpose, the Holy Ghost just dropped this. Even on purpose, even on purpose, even while we're on purpose, God will allow a Judas to be in your midst to keep you on purpose. Y'all know that Jesus didn't just by happenstance pick Judas. He picked them on purpose because he was a part of his purpose. And sometimes betrayal and all the types of stuff that we have dealt with is a part of our purpose. Hallelujah. I wish I had somebody right there. Touch your neighbor and say, you even need a Judas a part of your purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Judas is even a part of purpose. David said it wasn't, he said, it wasn't my it wasn't my enemy. He said it was the person that I that I broke bread with, that I went to dinner with, that I told all my secrets. That's the one that betrays you. It's never an enemy because the enemy don't really know nothing about you. It's them people that just right up on next, right up on you. Can't hear nobody that you told everything about. Those are the ones that can betray you. But even that is a part of purpose. And yes, it may hurt, but even in the hurt, God has purpose. Even in detours, I posted this yesterday, even God uses detours as a part of his main purpose. I was reading, I'm reading, the, uh, as we're reading this this year in the Bible, I, I, I'm, I'm stuck uh, Right where Joseph, you know, that story of Joseph is a very interesting thing. He was hated by his brothers. Uh, uh, You know, he told them this dream and, and they sold him into Egypt and he ended up going to Egypt. But God had already set that up as a part of purpose. Every, every detour in your life, every detour and some of the detours that you have made, God still uses that for purpose building. Even that child out of wedlock. I will use that to help purpose but most of us we get stuck when we've made mistakes and we stay stuck there and we never can move forward. But let you, let me tell you something. God always forgives. He's a forgiving God. And he, let me tell you and he wipes the slate clean when we ask for forgiveness. I wish I had some help. Here. Has anybody since you've been saved, you've sinned since you've been saved? And have you not asked God to forgive you for your sins and touch your neighbor Said he removed, he forgets, he forgets your sin because the blood, I wish I had somebody right there. Thank God for the blood. It cleanses and washes me of all my sin and God does not hold that against me like people do it's something about particularly church folks they will never let you forget what you have done y'all looking at me funny When you bother your neighbor, it's only the church folks that will never let you forget. They will always bring up your past sins. When God says, I remember your sins no more, why y'all ain't saying nothing? It's you folks. All y'all that remember what I've done. But you can never see my potential. Y'all ain't talking back to me. You know you used to be this. Did you hear what you said? Used to past tense. I'm not that prior. Touch your neighbor say prior. I'm not that any longer. But I'm on my way to being better than what I used to be. I wish I had some help. When you look at your neighbor and I'm not where I used to be. And I, ain't, I don't think the way that I used to think. Because God is transforming me day by day. Little by little, he's transforming me into the image of Christ. As I continue to look into the book, which is the mirror. I don't know if I said this but proton believers are people of courage everybody say courage I probably said this but y'all forgot it anyway Well, you say proton people are people of courage uh, these two characteristics are necessary to be a proton believer it takes courage and boldness to the to be at the forefront of what God is doing I said that last week but y'all forgot it anyway they keep their boldness in spite of opposition and persecution We don't back down just because we're persecuted. Many of us shut down through persecution, but persecution is a prerequisite for going up. To be bold means to be intrepid, fearless, and daring. Proton believers, everybody say proton believers. Are bold to preach new truths. They are bold to try new things. The righteous are as bold as a lion, so says Proverbs 28 and 1. The lion is a symbol of apostolic ministry. Would you say the lion is a symbol of apostolic ministry? The lion is a part of a symbol of the apostolic ministry. It is a picture of courage and boldness. It represents fearlessness. The lion was the symbol of Judah which was one of the twelve sons of Jacob. Judah means praise. Everybody say Judah means praise. praise. Proton believers are bold in praise so you can't sit up here and tell me that you are bold in praise and you and you got lock, and you allow that you allow that you allow you allow the devil to give you lockjaw in the midst of praise. I have... Uh, situations going on right now but I refuse to come into the house I got a situation going on right now but I refuse to come into the house of the Lord and not even at the house of the Lord I refuse to be at the house of wherever I am and can't lift my hand and say God thank you in the midst of it all I yet give you praise because the Bible says in everything give him thanks for this is the will of God concerning you in Christ Jesus when you touch your neighbor said in everything give him thanks hallelujah even in hell you got to give him praise. Hallelujah. He'll take the fire out of hell when you give him praise. I wish I had some help in here. Touch the neighbor and say, you've got to give him praise at any cost. So even with what's going on now, uh, there's this person that I'm listening to mostly every day. And uh, his name is Pastor Corey Mickey. And uh, all he has is praise music. So even in the morning, when I get in my closet and I'm getting dressed for work, I cut on the praise music. And while I'm, da- I'm dancing and cut my step. So God, even in the midst of what I'm going on, I still got to dance. I still got to praise because ain't nothing going to stop my praise. Come hell or hot water, I'm still going to dance because ain't nothing going to stop my praise. When you touch your neighbor say, ain't nothing going to stop my praise. I got to praise on the inside, and I wish I had somebody in here that would jump up on their feet and say, I still got to praise even in the midst of hell. Thank you for joining our podcast today. If you would like more information about our ministry or if you would like to sow a seed, visit us at www.twfcdallas.org.